From MattCast Creative, I'm Dan Bruton, and this is the PDX Executive Podcast. A show where I talk with inspiring leaders who are shaping the future of Portland, Oregon. Every week, I sit down with business executives, startup founders, and community leaders to dive into their career journey and get insights into the impactful work they're doing in our slice of the great Pacific Northwest. You know, you were on the podcast not too long ago, but for folks maybe who don't know, uh, who didn't listen to that, can you just, you know, say a little bit about yourself again? Yeah. So, uh, Blake St. Ange, I'm a, a principal and leader of the Crest office here in Portland. Uh, we help occupiers uh, find, negotiate space from uh, everything from workplace strategy uh, through deal negotiation, through project delivery and butts and seats at the end of the day. Um, and work with anyone from you know small business startup entrepreneurs all the way through Fortune 500 and Fortune 100 companies. So uh, we get a, a wide spectrum of uh, um, of groups that we're talking with, which is really interesting. Obviously, uh, mm-hmm. in times like right now that we're seeing. Yeah, and again, you've been. I mean, Crest has been in the market for 25 years or, or something like that, right? Yeah, you've been in the industry for. About 14, more. about 14, 14 yeah. So yeah. to get a handle on the space, you've been through kind of the financial crisis so in the industry. So I wanted to have you hop on just because, you know, not to talk about, you know, medically what's going on with that. Just really, we're seeing economic effects already, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I certainly won't talk from the, from the, the health side of things, which is, which is obviously deep too, but yeah. I think, um, and I think the focus has been on the health side of things as, as it should be. Um, but there will, will certainly be, and you're, you're already starting to see it, um, some deep, deep economic impacts. I'm not just talking about, you know, what the markets are going up and up and down. Well, mm-hmm. uh, mainly down, um, mm-hmm. but just small businesses, you're really starting to see a, a, uh, real big challenge, a huge challenge, I think. And, and in some respects, uh, I think, deeper perhaps than 2008, 2009. Hmm. How do you mean? Um, I think in 2008, 2009, you saw the, the impacts of the, of the economic markets. And then there, there was a sort of a six to nine or 12 month lag in the real estate markets. Right. Uh, a lot of cases we're seeing immediate, uh, immediate impact. I mean, I've, I've received several phone calls and emails from clients of mine or friends of mine, colleagues of mine mm-hmm. that are saying, Hey, what are my options right now? And what do you mean? What are your options? Well, um, you know, uh, we've got either retail store that are closing down, so we can't, you know, we can't provide employment or we have, we're trying to figure out what the hours of, of employment look like. We're not getting revenues. And so if we don't get revenues, we can't employ people. If we can't employ people. Um, you know, it, it's just a trickle. It, it, it yeah. all waterfalls from, from, from revenue. And I think also these small businesses, we sort of operate, I mean, we operate a little bit like a small business. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And if you don't have revenues coming in, a lot of times too, there's there's net 30 in payments. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, services are rendered or products are rendered and payments not not made for another right. 30 days. And so, mm-hmm. a lot of these companies, uh, small businesses operate that way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, their clients and their customers aren't buying. And so, it's just, it's a big fissure. Yeah, you know, I was talking to my wife the other day, and I was kind of down on myself because the, uh, you know, I'm in the event industry, and you, 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 Crest is a partner of mine, and had to make some tough calls on rescheduling events. And my wife's reminder was like, "Hey, you know, think of the folks that have these brick and mortar places that, you know, with restaurants closing down, and and, and that is why I wanted to hop on the phone with you is because that extra layer of challenge of hey, if you don't get the foot traffic, 
I mean, it's, it's like a death sentence a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, it, it is. I mean, I think you, uh, I think, uh, we, you can fact check me, but, um, Powell Books CEO came out last night on Twitter and just saying, Hey, we're, we're, we're shutting down all of our locations. We're not necessarily sure how thing where things are going to go. Um, we're going to get, you know, try to get through this, but I, that's just one of, of a, a countless number of, of groups that are just trying to figure out how to wade through the forest. I think, you know, um, Mitch at, at built Oregon, he put, you know, he and, and Rick Tarazi have put together a sort of a list of small businesses in the CPG, um, uh, arena and really, I think expanded beyond that too, just to give people a sentence, there's 420 or 415 companies on that list and, mm. you know, to buy gift cards and to support local. Yeah, that's great. Um, it's just, I, I don't, we don't necessarily know what is going to happen yet, but from a real estate standpoint, you know, a lot of these retail groups too, and a lot of the leases, they have, uh, go dark provisions, uh, what's which, that, what, yeah, what's that? Talk a little bit. What's a, so go dark provision basically says that, uh, if you go dark and you're not operating, uh, and it's, in, it's more in retail than it is in, in office. Okay. But, uh, if you go dark and you're not operating, then you can be called into the default. The challenge with that, I think right now is, uh, you know, what is the, the cause of that? I mean, the government's sort of telling us to shut down. So can you use that as a force majeure event? Can you use that as business interruption? What insurance do you have? I mean, I think it's still yeah. really too early to tell, but I think from a, from a real estate perspective too, if I can't pay, if I'm not paying my rent, and the landlord can't pay their mortgage, and then you know it's going to go to the bank again. And so I think that there's there's a lot of I'm going to put out an article here in the next day or two with with an attorney friend of mine. Uh-huh. Um, uh, a lot of this is just having very open, candid, you know, communication. Hold on one second. Yeah, no problem. I'm going to stay recording, Blake, because I'm helping his, his kid, so I can relate to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, shut the door. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and, and so I think it, having a very open, a proactive, open and candid conversation with your, with, with the landlords, mm-hmm. uh, cause you know, all we do is, 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 you know, rep occupiers. And so I think part of this is just letting them know, Hey, we're not trying to hide anything, but the, he, here's the reality of the situation, right? We may not be able to pay you next month or the month after that, because of what's going on that may have an issue with your lender. And so the sooner that, you know, again, this is not, this is no legal advice. This is just practical human yeah, advice, yeah. you know, having a conversation with the landlord and saying, letting them know so that they can have a con can conversation with their, you know, with their lender. Mm-hmm. Um, in some cases people are going to have the ability to, to weather it and others they're not. And so I think what, what people are looking at is maybe a 90 day relief on rent. Maybe you extend your lease another 90 days beyond the, the, the expiration date. To keep the and so these are these are conversations you're already having, or people already coming to you, like yeah, people are asking, like, hey, look, what 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 should we do? What can we do? You know, can I uh, can I use my force majeure clause? Can I use my business interruption? And I'm not an attorney, so I'm saying, yeah. well, um, let's make sure that we got an attorney to take a look at that and see what your options are. A, a real estate attorney, and every lease is different, so they have to look at the specific language in the documents. But just practically speaking, you know, reach out to your landlords, open up a conversation with them. Yeah, I would think at this point, you know, there's going to be some flexibility there, but I don't know for the businesses that maybe were already in a hard spot before, right? That just might be a little more challenging. So when you see like a Powell's or McMinimins, you know, doing the same thing, closing down for this temporary period, um, what, how does that 
and you just talked through a little bit, how does it affect like, Hey, if the, if the buildings are sitting idle for two, three months, like, yeah, what happened? What, what happens? <laughs> like, I mean, there's all these ramifications. I, I don't know about. Yeah. I mean, it, uh, it, you know, part of it is sitting vacant. If, it, if it's sitting vacant, but rent's still coming in, that's one thing. If it's mm-hmm. sitting vacant and there's no rent coming in, that's mm-hmm. another thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So if they're sitting, if they're sitting on that, um, it, it, uh, I mean, from a, just from a pure market and vacancy perspective, you, we're going to see vacancy rates go up tremendously, I think. But right now it's more of a, like everyone is just sort of like, this is such uncharted territory. I think some people are looking back at what happened in the financial crisis, you know, uh, 12 years ago, but this is just, I, I, like I said before, I think the impacts are starting immediately. And I think it's a lot of it's on employment, right? Mm. It's not necessarily like, or it's part of it is like the, the health issues. And I think a lot of times too, you're seeing hourly workers, that's a real big challenge too. Because what the, what's the situation with with benefits to them if they yeah. even have any and I, and I'm not going to get into all that because that's certainly outside of my wheelhouse for mm-hmm. sure. But I'm just thinking like think about the impacts if if uh, if you're an hourly employee you're worried about coming to work to get it to get you know because you, you don't want, you want to make sure right. you have social distancing so you're not coming to work and then the, you know I think all these small businesses want to figure out how to make it work right mm-hmm. how to keep them employed how to keep them paid. But at the end of the day, money speaks. And if you're not getting any revenue, it's really challenging to do payroll, yeah. expenses, rent, you know, inventory, yeah. and you go down, get down the list. Do you think people in the industry would have thought it would have hit things so immediate? Like just when it was making these decisions, pals, really quick. It's like, we're just shutting down. It's no. the best decision. I mean, it's like, no. No, okay. no. it's happening so rapid. I mean, literally, I... I, I you know, uh, last week I, I called a mortgage broker of mine, uh, a friend of mine that, that, um, I'm like, Hey, might be an opportunity to refinance my house. Right. I called him. I think it was Wednesday. And he's like, yeah, send me this stuff. I'll take a look at it and I'll get you, I'll, I'll get you your options. Perfect. Thursday morning calls me and leaves me a voicemail. And he says, Hey, he goes, um, I don't think banks really know what to do right now. So I'll just put it on pause. I put everything on pause. Wow. Just, I mean, just, even though the rates are there, it's just like, we just don't but the, know you know, but the, there's not necessarily a direct correlation between like in the, in the FUD cut the Fed cut the rate yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, there's not a direct reflection yet on mm-hmm. mortgage rates. Mm-hmm. But still, it's just my point in that is within an 18 hour or less period of time, things have changed dramatically. Right. I mean, uh, every day we're getting new. You know, not even day. I mean. I feel like every five minutes something new is coming out. It's got to stop, man, because I got to stop reading the news. I'm like, today I'm just going to not read the news, but I kind of need to know what's going on. For but you know, I mean, <laughs> we're sitting here in Portland. And it's nice. It like you know, thank God it's nice outside. You know, and so like what what I what, you know, my wife and I have, and our kids sort of realizes, you know, we're out going on walks and we're going to the park, mm-hmm. you know, and just trying to get outside. And and you see a lot of other people outside, right? right? And you're waving, you're saying hi, and and it's just, uh, it's just really, really wild. It's bizarre. So, well, let's, uh, you know, I always want to be positive when we can. So let's look ahead and just look the, the opportunity this might create for people looking to get in spaces down the road or just, or I mean, what, obviously this is different than a financial crisis. It's a, a, a moment in time, right? I don't think underlying pins of our economy were bad. So I, however long that takes, yeah. um, 
looking down the road a little bit to hopefully to the fall or Q4, uh, you know, from your industry, where do you think things are going to be and some opportunities? Uh, I think that what this sort of work from home and video conference, I mean, hell, I'm just like you, it's, you know, I've probably had three or four video calls today. Uh-huh. Right. And so you're starting, like I said before, you're starting to get this, this human element, but I think from a utilization and real estate occupancy perspective, I think people are going to, people have had companies who haven't had a flexible or agile policy in place have had to do that in two weeks. Right. right? They've basically had to do, you know, several years of work in two weeks to make sure that the, the you know, the companies are functional. So I think what, what people are going to realize in the, in the, uh, um, in the coming several months in, in long-term occupancy is you may not actually need as much physical square footage as you, you know, as you once did. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So um, it's not necessarily a good thing for, for the real estate industry. Right. Sure. Um, uh, but I think it's a smart thing. I, I think that there's, there's uh, I think last time we, we talked about, you know, when I was on the podcast before yeah. just workplace strategy and what are people looking for right now? Mm-hmm. And um, you know, agility, flexibility, choice, all those things are critical. And so from an employment perspective, to the extent that you take some of the things that were, were I mean, we are in a, a case study as we speak. Yeah. We are in a, case, yeah, in a case study. Someone asked me like, hey, what's the best practice for this or that? And I'm like, don't know yet. Don't know. Yeah. And so I, I think that, um, uh, I think it's definitely going to change uh, the ideas around workplace strategy. And I don't, you know, it may not be, I don't think it's going to be drastic, but it's definitely going to be on top of mind of how do we, you know, how do we have the best technology, better technology right. and policies around work from home or, you know, the agile work, work environment. I think that's one thing from physical space. The other, the other thing is just, I think the human element of, uh, you know, of, of, uh, um, just choice, I think, is going to be huge. Yeah, but it's funny. I mean, I, 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 I like this. The, the video calls is important. I'm doing like a, a virtual happy hour with some uh, former coworkers yeah. tomorrow because we were supposed to meet up. So we, we'll see how that goes. But it also, for me, it's like I, I'm like you in a lot of ways that, you know, I thrive on meeting people in person, coffees, lunches, like that's a big part of what I do. So to have that taken away, um, it's, it's really devastating. <laughs> it's, it's actually, it, it's really tough. It, it yeah. really is. And I think that, that, you know, I, I, I'm actually like making a list of like who to, you know, I mean, yeah. my calendar is filled up every day with people to, 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 to meet with. That's just how I, you know, it's, it's, it's who I am. It's how I function from a business. Stand. It's how I function from a sanity perspective. And, yeah. And so you take that away. You're right. It's like, okay, you know, and so, you know, one thing we're doing as a team is we have a, uh, a daily check-in call at 9am for 30 minutes, uh, video and there's 10 of us. Okay. And so we're all on video and just checking in how are things going, making sure people are staying, you know, on task, making sure people, if there's any questions that come up that, that we're there to answer them, um, you know, make sure that people have, a face to look at to, to connect with. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm, we're sort of, we're, we're uh, maybe not work from home lucky in terms of like kids crying in the background, <laughs> but we're lucky because we have some human interaction, right. You know? Um, and, and that's, you know, that's critical in times like these. Yeah. And I mean, 
how do you look at, I mean, just reaching out prospecting at this time? I mean, for people that are in B2B is like, uh, <laughs> I said, I, I, uh, sent a, a, a invitation for someone to be on my, as a startup CEO today, uh, and wrote back just like, Hey, thanks. Just what's all that's going on in the world right now. I mean, his company's not even like a, I wouldn't say shut down because of this, but just like, can we just do this in June or July? So that's, so how are you approaching it? I mean, it, oh, God is still keep doing business, but that's, I don't know. You, you do. And you know, uh, I saw something posted on LinkedIn the other day and it was actually from a competitive company of ours. Uh-huh. Um, but I thought what they said was really good. It was like, you know what? Um, if you can really try to put the cold calling on pause right now. Yeah. I mean, I think that I, I think the one side of it, if, if you look just on the surface of real estate, one could say, Oh man, great opportunity to call these landlords and, and tell them, Hey, my client's got issues. You know, you either renegotiate the lease or we're walking. Uh. And, and I mean, I, I get it to a certain degree, Sure. but right now I, the, um, to me, I think the best way to prospect is, is let people know that you're, you're there, you're, yeah. you're a resource, you're put, you know, put out content that's helpful for everybody. Right. Right. Like, um, have real conversations with people. Um, sometimes people just need someone to talk, like, yeah. you know, take off the real estate hat, put on the psychology hat, yeah. right. Or yeah. be like, put on the friend hat, put on like, totally. there's so many things that people are going through right now. And to the extent that, that you have the mental capacity to, to um, sort of be there for people, I yeah. think that's, that's way more important in spades than, pro, I mean, from a pro, than a pro, I mean, our business sure. is that, right? Our business yeah. is out meeting people. Our business is figuring out what the opportunities might be and, and all that. But, but this, it's a relationship business mm-hmm. and, you know, someone starts to smell that, you know, that you're, trying to take advantage of a certain opportunity. It's just, it's just not the, uh, yeah, not the right thing to do. It, it, I totally agree. And I, I think what I'm looking forward to is once we get through this, I think people are just gonna be so hungry to, to uh, meet again. They're gonna have a fresh perspective, like, instead of being like, ah, at another meeting or another event, they'll be like, thank God, Yay! you know, yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Sorry, honey, I'm gonna be out for two weeks. So I got, you know, on all sides, it's like, I got happy hours. Right. You know, back to back to back to back. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping, but also there's a balance of also maybe people realizing like I can get a lot done virtually. And so I can, you know, I'm more comfortable doing that now. So, yeah, you know, so, I, I think, you know, I, I think um, I, I, as we're talking about, I was just thinking about this, like think about that some of the traveling consulting businesses mm. that are put on hold too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things, you know, and I'm not just saying this as a plug for a partnership of yours, but like with, you know, the slums of the world that, that, you know, consult locally and aren't, aren't getting on planes, you know, a whole lot of time. I mean, it's yeah. interesting to see how things will, how things will shift and, and change. Right. Um, I mean, you really can get a lot done. You know, I think a, a big part of it too, though, when you're doing work from home is, is absolutely having a schedule. <laughs> Staying, mm-hmm. like try, trying to stay consistent with it, right? Like waking right. up and taking a shower, <laughs> have your coffee, eat your breakfast and go downstairs or go upstairs or go in the next room or yeah. go outside or whatever to do your call, like focus time. Okay. From, you know, I don't know, nine to 11, I'm going to get through all my phone calls and, the, and then at 11 to 1130, I'm going to go on a walk with my family or I'm going to go on a walk myself or get out or do something active. Right. You know, 
and then get back to it. And then, so there's some semblance of consistency and normalcy mm-hmm. because, uh, especially in, I know in, in my business, I mean, um, where there's not a ton of structure, right? Like, yeah, you gotta I make mean, it. It, 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 it can be really, really challenging to keep yourself motivated. Sure. And you, are you finding your team just staying, sticking to that? And even though calendars might be opening up like for them on their end, uh, the meetings that you know, just can't happen right now. And people are, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and I think that's a part of the, the, the daily cadence that we're going to have, we have every morning just to make sure that people are, you know, are, are, um, up and at them and on top of their stuff. And, you know, right. um, you know, with next week being spring break, that's kind of a, you know, that's kind of a nice thing too. Yeah. Right. So it's, um, but you know, just making sure that people are available and accessible. Totally. Yeah. yeah uh, well, I, Hey Blake, thanks for hopping on. Uh, you know, I'm, I'll get this out as soon as I can. I thought, you know, you're my go-to for when, you know, well, I, mean, I, hope, I, mean, I hope it's helpful. I mean, yeah. it's, just, you know, right. It's just, uh, right now we're, we're, everyone's sort of trying to wade through the waters and, um, real estate is a big, is a big part of that. But I think more importantly, it's, I'm just trying to, you know, figure out how these, how we can help the businesses and, and, um, I mean, some of them hit, hit really close to home. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. All right, Blake. Well, thanks so much. All right, man. You got it. Thanks, Dan. The PDX Executive Podcast is a production of ThatCast, a Portland, Oregon podcast agency that partners with brands to create custom podcasts. You can learn more at thatcast.com. And please take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast as well.